Broadcasting from the Wella offices, direct from the Atlanta Tech Village, you're listening to The Incubator. The voice of the Atlanta Tech startup scene. The Incubator is a show featuring weekly interviews with Atlanta-based startup founders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. Who they are, what drives them, and how they plan to change the world. Today's show is made possible by Wella, helping you on your financial journey every step of the way. And now, here are your hosts, Trisha Whitlock and Todd Schnick. All right, and welcome back to The Incubator. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Ashley Staggs. Staggs, I'm looking forward to this conversation. I have a soft spot in my heart for veterans. Mm-hmm. I love what these guys are all about. Yeah, I do too. I'm an, I'm an Army brat, and my mom is a, a lieutenant colonel in the Army, retired. So this is, yeah, this is real close to my heart. So that says a lot. I know it. Everyone it says that. Yeah, it explains a lot. A lot it more does. <laughs> about you to know that. All right. Well, we're joined this morning by Brett Dolan. He's the founder and president of GoFund Veterans. Brett, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, the pleasure's ours. Thanks for carving out some time to join us. I know you're a busy fellow. Before we get into our conversation around GoFund Veterans, take a few quick seconds. Tell us a bit about you and your background. Yeah. And then give us a high-level view of GoFund Veterans. What do you do? How do you serve? Yeah. So um, I um, graduated from Kennesaw State University about. Uh, four years ago, and I got into consulting. So I've been in consulting, still am consulting. I currently work at North Highland. I started um, GoFund Veterans on the side as I found a need that veterans don't have the support and military members don't have the support they need sometimes. So I founded this idea and kind of launched it. So it's GoFund Veterans is a crowdfunding platform for business ideas, um, personal needs, and medical needs. So anything that they feel like they need or don't have the support currently, they can go onto our website, create a project, and we kind of help them support um, that project and try to raise money for it. Got it. And how is that different than, you know, obviously, I think the first thing we both thought of, Todd and I, was Kickstarter or GoFundMe. So how is GoFund Veterans, aside from the military affiliation, how is that different? Right. So it is the military affiliation for sure. So exclusive for military members, but also we verify each project. So we use a form called share ID to verify every um, person is actually submitting a project has military background. So either active duty um, veteran or they're a dependent of a military person. Okay. So I think it's important to talk about this because uh, when I first heard about it, I thought it was a, a crowdfunding source for veterans coming out of the service who wanted to launch a business, right? which is really cool. And it is part of what you do, but it's more than that. I mean, right. I think it's another difference between like a Kickstarter potentially is that in addition to helping a veteran launch a business or start a business, it doesn't deal with medical and personal needs, right. which I think is really cool. So walk us through more about that. They can launch their business, but also we found that a need, especially with the current news um, articles with CNN, I think recently launched uh, an article two or three weeks ago that 300,000 veterans died waiting for medical care over the last 10, 10 years. And that is just pieces of stories over and over over the last like year or two years that have like, I think got every American's kind of upset. So we found if they're not getting the needs from our government or a need from somebody else, then why can't we just uh, launch an exclusive website for them to have ordinary Americans donate to those needs? And that, so that's how you came up with that concept. So, I mean, what did it take to get this set up? How did, I mean, the site looks fantastic. Uh, and it's fairly new, right? Yeah. So we um, launched about uh, four weeks ago. Hmm. So um, oh wow, <laughs> the site looks really good in that case. <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't really have an IT background, but I visit my sister. So my sisters live in the UK. So I went over there and kind of was on vacation. I kind of right before I kind of thought about this idea, I bought the domains. And while I was on vacation, my cousin was there, and I started talking about this. And we we're like, let's do it. Like, I mean 
no time is like right now. So he um, just graduated from Kennesaw State University. He kind of was like, hey, let's find the support we need from online. So we use um, like a WordPress background um, and also launch some different things on top of it so we can have a crowdfunding platform. Um, you also, of course, with all WordPress or plugins, you always have to manipulate those codes. Oh, yeah. so, yep. <laughs> so it's not as just simple as putting it in. So Aaron, um, you know, we found it has done a great job of putting that um, different coding in it, and I kind of help find the resources that we need to make sure it's looking, looking good. So I'm glad it looks good. So. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, it does look, it does look great. I didn't realize it was that I knew you were, it was recently launched, but I didn't realize it was that recently launched. So that's, it makes it, it's, I think you <laughs> indicated more impressive. So look now if I go to Kickstarter, there's a, there's a process, there's an apparatus and I can go in there and, but I have to drive a lot of this myself. They provide a nice platform, but it, it sounds like you do something a little bit different. Yeah. You provide the platform, but you also provide some support in helping them develop and flesh out the message and the story. Walk us through how you do that. Right. Exactly. So we have, um, a couple of scenarios. So people go in and they have to create a project at first. They go in and have to put in their affiliations of where they served, um, working with the share ID platform. Once that share ID platform is gives us the ability to launch a project. So they kind of type in, it's different based on different needs and things like some people are very basic on what they need. Some people type a whole story. So based on the individual, you kind of have to correspond with them back and forth and figure out until the message is right so that you can launch a project. I think a lot of people are such a need right now. We got, um, we're working with someone right now who has, is about to lose their home because they're waiting for a disability check from the federal government. So they're just like, I don't know how to explain this. I just losing my check. I was like, well, we have to massage that message so that people can understand where you are. So why do you need the money and what are you going to use the money for? Because I think the one thing about crowdfunding platforms is people are very nervous about giving it somebody they don't know. So what we're trying to do is make sure that that veteran, although they are verified, but also make that message like relevant to the person who's actually wanting to donate to. So that they're, they're being a part of that story. Cause right. so the, the end result of a Kickstarter is ideally if that project that you donated to takes off, you get either the first pass of the product or a share of some sort of revenue or something like that. So for this one, this is really you, this is a great way for you to do some good and find a cause that matters to you looking through the people that are on GoFund veterans and pick one that you want to help. Do you get to kind of follow it along? Like when it's, if they hit their goal and it's, uh, you know, a business, are we able to follow up with that veteran? Right. So we encourage all the veterans or military members who are donate are going onto our site to actually put updates on things. So, um, we recently had a story, um, Tara out of San Antonio. She was our second project launch. She emailed us and she's trying to get to Atlanta to raise money for a jewelry uh, platform for, to launch her business to her next level. And, um, she was covered by the San Antonio Fox news station. Oh, cool. So, um, she had a little piece of news and they kind of told her story, but then she was able to go onto our website and update the link so that people can actually watch the video too. That's so awesome. people, we encourage as much participation as possible. So when people donate, they want to follow the story. We're in a very social environment. Mm-hmm. So as long as we can get people to, you know, socially, I, I think that's the one of our policies too, is why we kind of engage with these individuals is we want them to like know that we're there for them too. Yeah. So that if they're there, they'll also come back and support the people who are donating too. Yeah, very cool. All right. Brett Dolan will return after this short break. We'll be right back. This is Wes Moss, former host of Atlanta Tech Edge on NBC in Atlanta. I'm here today, though, to talk to you about my new digital financial advisory firm, Wella. Well is an old English word that means wealth. Several years ago, my team realized there were too many people who needed help with their financial strategy, but couldn't get the help they needed because they didn't reach the high investment minimums of many financial advisory firms. 
To answer this need, we developed Wella, a digital platform that allows us to help people just like you get free financial advice and tools to better manage their finances. We also offer online investing and the ability to work with your own investment advisor with no minimums. Learn more at yourwella.com. That's Y-O-U-R-W-E-L-A.com. All right. And we're back with Brett Dolan, the founder and president of GoFund Veterans. So, all right. So walk me through, I imagine you appeal to a very specific community. Right. Right. I mean, so I think about uh, uh, Kickstarter, right? And that's kind of hip in the startup-y world and this tech world and all that. And it's got some vibe around it. I imagine there's a uh, there's a community of people who are passionate about and care about veterans and the struggles that they face uh, and or are inspired by them. Or, you know, and so I, I imagine it's a very, very, very cool community that, that you're plugging into. I mean, how, is it, how do you, uh, but I also, I watch Fox News on occasion and I see advertisements for the Wounded Warrior Project, which I think is a very honorable thing. How is that similar in concept to uh, trying to help these guys? I mean, it's, I think it's different, but it's kind of yeah, tapping into that different. same community. Yeah, trying to tap into that same community, but we also figured that you can use online resources and crowdfunding to engage them more, right? They can, it can be a personal project that people can go to and say, this person is actually the person I'm donating to. I think the one thing that kind of, when I was researching and kind of wondering what can I do to help veterans, all these stories is looking at the charity ratings of some of these veterans organizations. And I think that's kind of where it touched my heart is like, if you go to charitywatch.org and they rate everyone based on like their financial metrics and how much they're giving away and things like that. And if you you go on some of them, they're rated like C, C plus. And I think Wounded Warriors is graded a C plus. 48% goes to admin fees. And I don't know exactly what those admin fees are, but that's an crazy amount money. that is not being dedicated to veterans. And I think with our platform, we just take a 5% fee plus the transaction fee for credit cards and things like that. So it's 2.9%. So about 73% of all um, the funds are going directly to that veteran to actually help. And we're trying to reduce that as much as we can, but with IT costs and different things sure. like that, um, if we can give as much as the veterans and what we want to do is try to help like sponsor things too. So eventually like if some, we know that a veteran needs a house or anything like that, put that as a feature project so people can and see that person and what they're what they're doing too. So is that the revenue model you want to try to maintain? Um, I mean, how are you thinking about scaling that? Because I, I, think, I mean, I can see this getting huge. And then is that is that doable? I think that the revenue model is fine. The like it is scalable. I think that yeah. we don't have to change anything. I think with the other charities and stuff like that, they're going to have to advertise and things like this. And yes, we have to advertise, but we can be the same platform as the Kickstarters, the GoFundMe, where people can know that our site's there for them and they can go to go to it themselves. But I imagine someone who's got a campaign going has the ability to sh share this on social media. and those So we allow for social media sharing. We, tell, we actually tell the um, individual when they launch a project, we have a platform that goes out and says, this is what we recommend men doing like the successful projects do social media is engaging their friends um, maybe contact your local news media and say this is a story that maybe you might featured the reason why Tara's project was featured on um, San Antonio Fox News is because we actually reached out to the news and that's what we try to do is try to engage with news and say hey this is a great story why don't you feature it, it took like three weeks to get engaged but you have to do that there's so much like room for eyes to appear on different things and donations is like but if people really care about the veterans, then we, they can go to this website exclusively. 
How are you spreading the word about this to, to veterans and to potential donators? How are you getting some buzz? We've gotten a lot of buzz through just Facebook in general um, and just social media. We've been trying to launch. People have been twi- tweeting us and saying, how can I launch a project? That's how most of our projects have been launched or people see our ads on Facebook. But we're also kind of just talking to individuals in the community and saying, hey, this is um, what we're doing. And all the reception has been very well received and people are like, how can I help? So as, as long as we keep on getting that message, we know we're on the right track. I would think, Ashley, uh, the, the, the biggest challenge you're going to have in terms of scaling this is as you as you grow and as you launch more and more campaigns, the, the support that you offer mm-hmm. uh, in terms of helping them craft the message, helping them provide counsel on PR to reach out to the Fox, local Fox News station, that's going to be, I and mean, that's not going to be able to be you all along. No, it so can't be. So you're going to have to have a team exactly. that's going to be in place to do that. Is that, is that part of the yeah, long-term plan? Yeah, I think plan? that um, long-term plan is we hope to do that. I think there's all, always places where people want to volunteer and do things like that. But also we know that Kickstarter are already kind of verifies each project and kind of reviews them before they're launched. So I think that we can find a process that can, we won't be able to help every project, but we can help the ones that we feel like are the most needed. So. So what do you need to expand? I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, oh, I could totally help out with this. Uh, you know, and I would imagine that there are other, uh, businesses and things like that, that, We'll look beyond just donating to that actual project. So what can other people do to help you get this thing off the ground? Yeah, absolutely. I think the most need is probably some people who know crowdfunding a little more than I do. I just kind of came up, me and my cousin came up with this idea. We kind of launched it, but maybe some marketing help, things like that. How do we get that message out there to actually help support? I know that we have a lot of conversations in place with some organizations in Washington that help veterans, but what is that next step that we need some business kind of mentorship that we need to launch this successfully over the long term? I suspect at this stage, you're largely bootstrapping this. Yeah. So what, what's what's the long term plan in terms of raising cash? I mean, are, is there going to be some fundraising rounds, or are you gonna still, is this still going to be a bootstrap for a while? I think it's going to be a bootstrap, but I think if someone came in that could be really helpful, I think we would look at um, some financial support too. So what does your team look like right now? Is it just you guys? Yeah, you need pre- some interns. <laughs> <laughs> probably, we probably. That's what uh, I um. Yeah, it's pretty much myself, my cousin Aaron um, Enzer, and then his brother uh, Brigham Enzer. They're kind of helping us. So it's okay. us three doing this all on our own. We saw a need, and that's kind of I think that's how entrepreneurship starts. You just yeah. kind of go with it and see how you can help out. And that's the end goal is to help as many veterans as we can, because there should be no reason why some of them are treated like second-class citizens when they come home. If we can, they should all have the support that they need and without any questions from any individual. And some people keep on saying, well, this is the government's responsibility. You know what? We can't wait for government to act. We have to act now because if people, you can't just sit there and wait and complain. Let's do something. So this is what this is for. Well, it's a it's a extraordinarily noble effort, and I'm very grateful to you. I know there's plenty of people out there who need the help that are going to be grateful yeah. for what you're doing. Uh, you, you touched on this at the top half of the show. I want to go back to it because I think it's really important, and I think we'll build confidence as you build your community. But this verification process of yours, I think, is significant in terms of of it being a way that someone can really feel comfortable and really good about supporting someone because they know it's legit. Walk us through that just one more time. That was one of the big things when we start looking at this is like, how can we verify someone is actually who they are? So we worked with a a company called ShareID. Um, They already do Amazon, um, ARP, Costco. So 
a lot of people don't know that all these organizations give discounts already and they have to put this platform. And so what you do is you um, put your rank in, your name, and kind of where you served. And within 15 minutes, usually within 30 seconds, they can verify if you're a veteran. So they use the DEERS database, which is the everyone past 1985 in the military or dependent of a military is in this database. And everyone pre-1985 can submit their paperwork within... Um, they have a team of people that um, are verifying this paperwork and can verify someone within 15 minutes. So who is eligible to participate in this? Is it, is it just the veteran? What about the spouse? What about children? What about other family? So it's a vet, veteran, they're depend, any dependents that have ever been listed into this military database, or some, they can verify through paperwork, so pre-1985. So um, dependents, children, wife, anyone that needs help or that has this information. So there's a friend that actually um, wanted to do a sponsorship of a project. And we're like, if you can verify their information, you, you can launch a project on behalf of their name. But we are okay with denying someone if they don't have the information, because we want to make sure that this is exclusively 100% verified for um, our projects on our website. So you can't even have a proxy go on there. So if I wanted to do it for well, <laughs> I was born in 85 and I am a dependent, but um, <laughs> so yeah, let's say I wasn't, if I wanted to do it for a friend of mine who was a veteran, I really need to encourage that friend to get on there and start it because I am not military, therefore I can't do it for them. Or if they gave you that information that, yeah. they, that could provide okay. the um, verification process. That's good to know. All right. Very cool. So uh, when we talk in a year's time, later in 2016, where do you think this thing will be? I hope it will be successful. And I've, uh, my, like I said on the top of the hour, my sisters live in the UK and they have kind of the, they don't have the support that they need. So we actually already bought the domains for um, the UK GoFund veterans hmm. um, and European. And we're hoping by January that our trademark, so GoFund veterans is being registered with the Trademark Association. We're just waiting for that to be um, finalized in January. So Very cool. Well, once again, uh, appreciate you launching something Absolutely. like this. Absolutely. No, thank I, you for I, coming here. I think it's uh, it's very much needed in yep. that community. So grateful to you for that. All right. So, Brett, running low on time, uh, as I as you know, the, the incubator is made possible by Wella. So it's time for the Wella question of the week, which is, What's the best piece of financial advice you have ever received or given? Uh, best received probably is from my dad. He said from the very beginning, always invest in your 401k, no matter what you can do. Um, so ever since I started work, um, I've always invested at least something in there and it has grown substantially, even though we had some turns in the stock market <laughs> recently, but, um, yeah, but always donate no matter what the investment will take the long term. Uh, so, and keep it in there. Don't ever take it out. Good advice. Good sound advice. That's the well of question of the week. Brett, before we let you go, how can people contact you should they have questions where can they learn more and where can they start a campaign at GoFundVeterans yeah so they can go to www.gofundveterans.com and they can contact me personally at brett b-r-e-t-t dot dollin d-a-h-l-i-n at gofundveterans.com brett dollin the founder and president of GoFundVeterans great to have you thanks for joining us thank you very much that was our pleasure All right, that's all the time we have for today again on behalf of our guest brett dollin my co-host Ashley Staggs I am Todd Schnick we'll see you next week in the incubator. You've been listening to The Incubator, recorded from the Wella offices, direct from the Atlanta Tech Village. This broadcast is a partnership between the Intrepid Now Media Network and Hypopotamus, and made possible by Wella, helping you on your financial journey every step of the way. The Incubator is directed by Andrea Risk and produced by Floyd Fischel. You can find The Incubator on iTunes, and leaving a rating and review on iTunes will be appreciated by all. Again, you've been listening to The Incubator. The show will return next week. We'll see you then.